He's got it. He's got it. Come on. Hey, ladies. Hey, mom. What's up? Let's slide. All right. All right. We're going to get it on. Hold on, ladies. How you doing? Well, good. Part What's really good with you, man? Number 21 again. You're not gonna let me in the club? Can't let you go, man. He can't even drink my liquor. Yo, yo, yo. Now it's downtown clubbing, ladies' night. Seen Shorty, she was crazy, right? And I approached baby light. Ma, what's your age and type? She looked at me and said, you's a baby, right? I told her, I'm 18 and live a crazy life. Plus, I tell you what the 80s like. And I know what the ladies like. Need a man that's polite, listens and takes advice. I could be all three. Plus, I can lay the pipe. Come with me, come stay the night. She looked at me laughing, like, boy, your game is tight. I'm laughing back like, she, you're right. Get in the car, and don't touch nothing. Sit in the car, let's discuss something. Either we loving or I see you tomorrow. Now we speeding up the west side, hand creeping up the left side. I'm ready to do it, ready to bone, ready for dome. 55th exit, damn, damn, already we home. Now let's get it on. Hey, mom. Let's slide. Let's slide. All right. All right. And we gon' get it on Stop frying on that Dave hostage tip. Come over, let's smile and sip. I'm like, mama and sick. I promise you, thick. Usually I have a problem with chicks. They all say I'm rotten and rich, but not her boobies real. High heel to be feel. Plus, got them Gucci nails, huh? You a cutie still. And this my damn girl, too. Ain't no groupie deal. We left the movies with Uzi, Suzuki wheels to the jacuzzi. I tell you, my boobies real. I mean, she do be winning. Louis spinning. Go to the crib, she got the Gucci linen. I see Booby grinning. She looked and said, Cam, I know that you be sinning. Nah, I'm a changed man. Look at the range, man. I got a whole new game plan. Looked and said, that's nothing but game cam. She was right, she was up in the ring, man. Dropped her off at the L, now I'm flipping the cell. That's right, I had to call up L. Yo, L, what up? I hit, what else? Plus, don't say word. And we got it on the night.
episode 49 of A-League. Shout out to Rashad for picking out that one. Dipset. Dipset. How y'all doing, man? Aye. Everybody's Aye. back in here, man. What's up, What's up, Jeremy? What's up, David? What's up, King? What's up, Shy? How y'all feeling, man? A-League podcast, man. SoundCloud, iTunes, all the good stuff, man. A-League one to Twitter. Y'all holla at us. I got something to get off my chest real quick. You know we do that. Um, look, this weekend there is a matchup between the Falcons and the Packers. All right? Two teams that I love. Two teams that a lot of people like to call me out for and say that how you, love, how, you, how you love, even though last year I did go with the Falcons, um, you can love two teams, all right, if you truly believe. All right, you two can love two teams. Here's what I'm going to say to people who hit me up this week, like, what you going to do, bro? What you going to do? All y'all hit me up. Uh, some of y'all, I'm about to go there. Some of y'all talking to two different women at the same oh. time, all right? Some of y'all got a main and a side, but you worry about me loving two teams, professional teams? I know this. That's out to you, Rich. All right, anyway, um, I'm calling you out. Anyway, though, um, so a lot of y'all need to chill. Leave me alone. I can love two teams since I was eight years old. I love both of these teams. Sunday, I'm going to watch, all right? I'm going for the Atlanta Packers. That's what I'm going for. I'm going to watch. I'm just going to be right in neutral. I'm going to be right is there just chilling. Team? I don't care. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> So I don't want to hear this no more. This is going to be it. <laughs> All right, David. Really, David? Look, this is what we're going to do for now. You on. say that mess. You, at least, at I least. don't care. I, I love these two teams, Akeem. All right? I love them with all my heart. But here's the thing. At least you ain't at least you ain't on some New York type stuff where mm-hmm. you're saying that you are a Giants fan and a Jets fan. Oh, or no, 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 you're yeah. saying that you were a Giants fan or an Eagle fan because I know somebody who liked that. You see, and then we got somebody in the room right here who's an Auburn fan and an Alabama fan. You know, how you do again? That? Who's an Auburn fan and a Roll Tide fan. You know, he goes by the name of David. And I'm going to call it out. Roll Tide. I ain't never say that. You, ain't never, you just said it. There you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm playing. Look, look, look. Where's that loyalty, loyalty, loyalty? (laughs) (laughs) Look, um, I gotta get. I just had to get that out there because I'm sick. I ain't gonna answer these questions no more about how I like how I love these two teams. Anybody got anything? What you got to say, George? What what you got to say? Okay, cool. We three and zero. All right, we three. That's all I know. That's all I know. We three and zero. We two and zero too. We straight. Oh, y'all going to be two and one after this? I already told you the other day what was going on. Yeah, three cupcake teams. You know, that's how you know he's supposed to be three and zero. What happened? What happened last week though? We gonna we can talk about if you want to. Also, the number three team in the nation that's gonna beat Louisville. That's gonna beat Louisville tonight. So I mean, hopefully they. Auburn's still, but y'all still top fifteen. Auburn's still top fifteen. Yeah, right? they, yeah, yeah they, they, they didn't fall back. Yeah, they, they didn't fall back. It's okay. It's yeah, all good. It's all good. They'll have plenty of chance to prove themselves. But you know, that's an act. That's actually a common phenomenon in college because you know, you know, especially during bowl season when you have you know teams that will make the you know teams that will make bowl season, and then you'll have SEC teams like Georgia you know. State. <laughs> that's we're making the ball. Georgia State's we're gonna make Not the ball. SEC right, minor so. league teams. SEC actually SEC teams. Like UGA in Florida and, and LSU, like if LSU's in the in the championship game, you'll have UGA fans and Florida fans rooting for LSU. Oh yeah, no, 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 all the time. Go ahead, wait, we'll fix that real quick. LSU in the championship game. Oh, I can see that happening. Uh, Look, we're well, young this year. LSU. <laughs> Video game? They don't make that game. We are very young this year. We are. Um, our, I was telling him, Jeremy, the other day, our receiving core is very young. We always have his chalk right now. Really good receiver, number seven. But other than that, we're a very young team. We got offensive line that is in shambles a little bit, but we're gonna get it together, man. Yo, yo, it happens, man. Works, it man. happens. Say it again. Your PlayStation Three still works. It still works. How you know I got a PS Three? How you know that? Are you a PlayStation guy, bro? I am. I, I need yeah, to get a PS4, pop, honestly. Yeah, I, pop know. that on NCAA football angle. That's the only time you're going to see. That's true. I need to bring that That's the only time you're going to see LSU in the championship again. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on, all right? There's going to be no LSU slander here. We got a UJA flag in here and an Auburn helmet. Yet. Enough is enough. Yet. We got our first topic here, Lamar Jackson. L. Jack, the man. 
the Heisman, probably soon to be, uh, another Heisman we're going to see. Anyway, here's a question about him. Recently saw people discussing, is he an NFL quarterback? How do you guys scout Mr. Lamar Jackson? Mr. Lamar, not Kendrick Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Uh, How would you scout him? My football guys here, yo. Last year, I would have said he wasn't an NFL prospect. I mean, last year, mm. he he did a lot of reacting to what, what Bobby Petrino wanted him to do. It was a lot of read option. It was a lot of pass read option. What I saw against North Carolina, I saw him come to the line of scrimmage, assess defenses, and basically make his reads off that. Okay. I also saw him make some throws I didn't see him make last year. Like, there was a play, I want to say early per set quarter, He's he throws off his back leg, throws it into the corner, and the receiver runs under. He started to... That 75-yard bomb? Yeah. That was crazy. He, was start, he, started, he yeah. started to anticipate where the receivers are supposed to be. He's gotcha. not just throwing at guys anymore. And he's also just happens to be athletic. He's starting to learn how to play from the pocket. So... That's something I didn't see happening in a year. Gotcha. And gotcha. So that really happened more more quickly than I expected. So he's definitely one of the top four guys now. He's a easily. I mean, there's he's no, easily a first round. Pick. Okay, that's what. That was my yeah. next question. He he should not drop further than the first no. round. What do you think about I mean, I've seen him, down. seen him on TV, seen him live in person. Uh, he has he has a you know he got the height, size, little concern to me. I've seen him up close. He's very small, very small guy. Uh, I mean, I think he he has potential. I mean, but one of the things that concern me about him is his lack of competition. You know, like uh, he hasn't really beaten anybody. That's like he doesn't have that signature win, and that's that's a concern because like I've seen him go against like you know I was at the Citrus Bowl and he. No, I put the L. I put the L. Go ahead. I was at the Citrus Bowl and and he didn't look good against a you know a team full of like. Players they be playing in the next level, you know, like on, on the defense, and mm-hmm. it's just like you know, North Carolina. That's a rebuilding team. Like Gene Chizik isn't there anymore. Those guys, you know, you probably not gonna have too many NFL guys come from that roster. And it's just uh, what was the other team? Purdue, you know, just like got big numbers against these some cupcake teams. I mean, I, I would expect that from him, you know, being an athletic guy and and you know, playmaker and the offense being centered around him. You know, he really doesn't have anybody to. You know, that's another thing. He really doesn't have nobody who can hold it down if he has a, a bad game. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like the I haven't seen nothing. It's just Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That's just so his line is not that. Good. His line is pretty bad, pretty yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. like. But yeah, it's just interesting because it's just like the way he's being marketed versus uh, the other quarterbacks. You know, like Sam Darnold, he had a bad first game. Nobody talked about him, but Josh Rosen comes in, has his his big game. You know, it doesn't, you know, they all on him. But was, that first half, Rosen was looking awful, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, like they, forget that. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you can turn it back. It's fine. But he was yeah. looking bad. And then Josh Allen, you know, they you know, talk about his size and, you know, playing. Are y'all around. really about to just – hold on, hold on. Are y'all really just about to disrespect one of the greatest quarterback oh performances God. I have ever seen in my life? Rashad, you're only 12. That's that. There's been other performances even b- way better than that. But that was a great one. Let's, we're going to get to Josh Rosen, but he is compared to these guys like Josh. This man came back Baker. from down what? Thirty five. How, great how game. much was they? And they were all touchdowns. Thirty three to ten. There, there, yeah. there was no. There was no rushes. There were no game. rushing touchdowns. There were all passing touchdowns. And one of those touchdowns was a fluke, though. It went through the the cornerback's hands and ran right into the receiver. He ran in. One of those touchdowns was a fluke, but it's okay. It's North Carolina, you know. Like, yeah. I can see it was like Bama. We talking about Texas A and M, the SEC. We talking about Josh. Rosen. Oh, he's talking about Josh Rosen. You said, oh, yeah, okay, 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 ok
No, he, was, no, he had a terrible first half of the game. Did you watch the first half something. of the game? He had a terrible first half. But he had okay. one of the greatest performances. He did. When people talk about the game, and we all know what game I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That, that's the game that made this uh, everybody talk about this man as the greatest quarterback first of, of all, all time, no, correct? No, 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 no. First of all, why are we even talking about Josh Rosen's first game of 2000? He, this guy's been starting for two years. We, right. know, we know what he can do. If you don't know what he can do, that's just on you. Right, but but, but, but I'm, I'm saying they're nitpicking on Josh Rosen's yeah, performance. Forget right? what we talking about, One of about the greatest Rosen. quarterback performances I've yeah, ever no. seen. Because in, look, because in a way, it's overshadowing Lamar Jackson, what he's been doing. No, no, no. Josh, a, Josh, to a Rosen, degree. Josh Rosen is better than Lamar Jackson. As a pro style quarterback, as a pro quarterback, yeah, that's what you want. Josh Rosen is the perfect NFL prospect. There is nothing wrong with his game. But does, but, but pro style doesn't mean you're gonna have any type of success at the no, next. No, it doesn't. Like it we doesn't. have to stop doing that. He's, like, he's a. Yeah. That's why the word prospect. Is. Okay. But uh, Lamar yeah. Jackson, at all the tools are there, but he's still a project even when I he's in the NFL. I ain't he's a betting against. I know it's not my. Well, who turn. do you want? I Look. apologize, <laughs> David. I'm, I'm gonna let David get back to his point. I'm not betting against Lamar Jackson until Lamar Jackson proves me wrong. I'm riding with Lamar Jackson. I'm riding with Deshaun Watson. I'm riding with because all the quacks like that. You too. That's where the league is going. Even Vince Young had his couple years. He did. So I'm I'm not betting against anybody like that that I've seen in college. And you just made an excellent point. Like you know he has the you know Lamar absolutely has the skill set. Like I feel like you know like you said, but he's still somewhat of a of a project. But I feel like that you know like quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson, quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson. It's where the NFL is going. It's like run. It's like quarterbacks just can't be, you know, Tom Brady type quarterbacks where they can just, you know, drop back and just, you know, stay in the pocket and just throw downfield. Like you even know, those quarterbacks are learning how to do it. Like Matt Ryan last year, why he was right. so effective is because he learned how to scramble around in the pocket. Exactly. Exactly. Never and forget that that running touchdown he had versus the Packers. Last and even year. even Took quarterbacks that have good offensive lines are able to do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to. I, don't, I don't know. I just I wouldn't say to going towards some more. Uh, Doc Russian, you know, Russian offense. I would just say more, just like you know, small ball is being more embraced in the NFL because you look at, you look at the quarterbacks like you know Rosenberger, and you know, he changed his game up. You know, when Todd Haley came in, and he's, it's all about check down. Like you look at Tom Brady Super Bowls, checking down, checking down James White, you know, uh, checking down. So, you know, the running backs, the tight end stuff, it's just like, and they're trying to get Cam to do that now. You know, it's just the, you know, these defenses are faster than ever. You can't, you can't run. You can't really run like you used to. Like, you know, Deshaun Watson was lucky to get that 50-yard run, but he's not going to have a season full of 50-yard runs. You know, you know what that remind me of? That RG3 run he had against, that game-winning RG3 run he had against um, the Vikings. His rookie year, RG3 yeah. had like a 40-yard game-winning one, and I was like, "That's not gonna happen." Like, you said, it's not gonna happen again. You only oh, get I, one. I, th- I thought you were talking about Vic. I was like, "50-yard running." Oh no, no. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. No, RG3 had a one just like that a couple years ago, and I was like, like Vic. "Yeah, it's just like I see more. I see more small ball coming more mm-hmm. than anything when quarterbacks running like you know, like Matt Ryan doing the bootlegs and stuff. Yeah, I think that kind of gives you know, kind of you gotta manipulate the defenses because you know they're like, "Oh, he sits in the pocket. We're just gonna send all our guys." And now like, "Oh, he can move a little bit." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Peyton Manning, it's, he moved like he had sandbags on his feet. Yeah. You know, he can't took, you know, when he was in Denver, like when uh, cerebral. when uh, Gary Kubiak was there, you know, he, you know, nobody could took him seriously on a bootleg. Mm-hmm. As you know, it's just, you know, Rodgers do it, you know, Rossberg do it. It's like, it's the way to go, you know, just to, you know, yards after catch. I say it's more a big deal and running backs yeah, becoming more, 
you know, becoming more as like wide receivers. You know? Either that or blockers. Yeah, blockers too. You like know? their running back has become the new fullback in some offense. You hear that? You hear that, Freeman? Yeah, you know, that's why. You know, that's why. Like, um, you know, I'm not a big Leonard Fournette fan. You know, they look at like. Well, you gonna be? You know, they look at like you know, like the days of being a 30 yard, you know, 30 30 carries, running back a game. Those days are over with. Uh-uh. You hear yeah, that? Yeah, they both. Well, I mean, look, like Le'Veon Bell's doing it. He's the best back in the league to me, most complete back, because he does both. Yeah, it does help like quarterbacks. But I think at the end of the day, like I still would drafting. I was still. I would still prefer having a, a dual threat quarterback at this moment. I mean, like, it's like if you want, like, for for Lamar Jackson to me, to him to have success at the next level, yes, he has to learn how to be in the, be patient in the pocket because RG three never learned that. That's what got him out the league. People kept saying you can't force somebody, but at the same time, what worked for RG three for Cam when they had these offensive coordinators that let them get, you know, let them run a little bit more. Like Russell Wilson gets to still run a lot. A lot of the play calling for them is still to get them out the pocket. Russell's never in the pocket. When does Russell Wilson really ever sit in the pocket? He rolls out all the time. But, but so I, it's like, I it can ha- it can be successful. Like, that's my thing. Yeah, it can be successful, but not over a long period of time. I would. Well, Wilson's because they don't have, I think that's they don't the, have the office line. at all. Yeah, yeah and then the receivers. So it's really not, that's just, that's not on Russell to me, but go ahead. Yeah. But, I mean, you know how you were saying you would rather have a mobile quarterback. You know, that's cool for the first two years of a career. But I would rather have a guy that could already move but be a you know a mm. bigger pocket like Josh Allen Josh Allen at Wyoming he's he's big Hammer, he can move he I mean he's he's more Andrew Luck like he can get out of the pocket but you know when he gets hit I'm not gonna be afraid he's gonna break every bone in his body like if underrated Lamar, I, would, I would really be yeah. afraid for Lamar Jackson to run in the NFL because they would they would you're kill him about, you're talking about Big Ben yeah, I, I would rather have a big yeah, Ben La, La, than Lamar. Uh, Lamar's Lamar like, stronger La, than people Lamar's, think because Lamar's I've seen like Lamar size. Go. He's, he's like, not that. He's not that. Nah, he's he's, he's no, six three like, like literally. Yeah, but they say he put on weight. They say he put on I'm, weight I'm, off season. Okay, he's, okay. Yeah, they say he put on weight. Last he's strong. Lamar's strong. Last, last, like, last being strong and having size to survive is different. But Lamar, he, Cam he got, is he big and that, strong. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't. He takes like a lot of pounding and he's hurt all the time. Yes, right. exactly. Andrew Luck, well, he's been hurt, but so Lamar is hurt right now. Yeah, he's hurt. Big Ben doesn't get hurt much. Big Ben doesn't get hurt. So you wait. You're worried about Lamar's friend. You don't think he'll? I mean, he'll fell out though. He'll definitely fell out. He's like, you know, he said that about. RG3 too. I was he was another guys, strong what, kid. What, yeah. what comparison would you guys make? I would make to Lamar the, to Lamar Jackson. I would he, say he RG3. Can't, he can't no, cuz he's slim. He's slim though. Is it RG3? It's like I think Lamar is something we haven't really they, seen. Yeah, they did the Vic thing. Maybe Vic, yeah, Vic, but, a taller Vic. He's a taller Vic cuz Vic is but He's a better passer than Vic was. And right, right now, now we see yeah, yeah, he's yeah, way better yeah, passing yeah. than Vic. That's Well, I mean Vic, Philly Vic. Then Vic. Philly Vic. Yeah, but that was what year 7 8. He lost a step too. He's not this, but the same thing that was said about Vic said about Lamar is that they're inaccurate. That's another knock on Lamar is that he might be inaccurate at some times. Vic was very inaccurate his whole – well, most of his – We can be honest. La- 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 most Lamar of his NFL career, Vic was very inaccurate a, a lot of times. Uh, a field of green. Well, he just be throwing it. Yeah. No, no, he did. Like, in the you, you in the UNC game, he did the same. Thing. I was like, some of the throws, I was like, yeah, damn. he had a guy open, and he just like he couldn't, he that, didn't get it. But that's a couple of throws. To yeah. David's point earlier, yeah. I, I, I don't, I think he has to. He's gonna have to. That part of the game of what like taking the check downs and taking mm-hmm. the easy throws is gonna be something he's gonna have to survive on. If you noticed Deshaun Watson the other night, that was most of his game was the short, easy throws. Yes. They took one shot the whole game because. In the NFL, you don't run by people anymore. No. Like that's that happens on mistakes, but anybody can make that throw when it's open. The thing so. about it is that running back. You know, you're talking earlier about running backs. Running backs 
really didn't last that long anyway in the NFL. Like the shelf life of a running back, as we all know, is about three, four years. Yeah. Perhaps that's why they're starting to, you know, perhaps that's why, you know, teams are starting to go towards this, you know, this dual threat system yep. that they want quarterbacks to be. Yeah, I mean, it helps take away some pressure off the, as far as the receiver. You know, like you said, you're not, you're not going to get receivers to get downfield and, and get, like, that doesn't happen anymore now these days because how defenses are playing. But still, I like, I I don't have as many, go back to Lamar, I don't have as many. Oh, Mariota. Okay. That's the way, that's a comparison, Lamar and Mariota. Tall, that's a, that's tall, a, okay. tall slim guy that, that can Mariotta. run and Mariotta. can throw the ball. But Mariota's been hurt. Oh, there it is. And he and Oregon but had a similar also, kind of style of offense that Louisville does. I'm gonna ask y'all something because I, I just thought about this when mm. Keem was talking. Do y'all think that Oregon changed the way that football's played right now? No. What would I say changed that? The only thing Oregon has changed is uniforms. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no huddle offense been around forever. It's just, um, yeah. Yeah, just I'm know. just talking about how fast they are. Hawaii. You I mean, remember Hawaii when they played Georgia Hawaii, in the Super Bowl? Right, right. Like, that was the same offense. Tempo, tempo, Texas tempo. Texas Tech, you know. Auburn, y'all Tech. do it too a lot with Gus. He, yeah. was, he was big on tempo, tempo when they yeah. won the champion. Well, when they lost. But that was, that was after work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Texas it was. Tech with Mike Leach. You mm-hmm. know, yes. It's, it's been, yeah, it's Leach. Scientists. Yeah, it's been, it's been around for a while. Did, didn't Leach have a, uh, like, a controversial thing happen to him? Yeah, he locked the dude up in the closet. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He he had a concussion and he went made him yeah, go in the closet, yeah. turn on the lights, turned off the lights. What? Yeah. yeah, it was it was bad. Is he he's not a head coach anymore, right? Yeah, that's why he that's why he lost his job. Yeah, wow. He's in Washington State. He's Washington. Like assistant. Yeah, he's the or, head coach there. Yeah, I believe the head coach there. <laughs> yeah, you, you will get another job if you mess up. And <laughs> I mean, he, he was he was he was really really good when he was good. But like I remember like he should have a job. Like our brows. Like I think he's about to get another job probably. Like once every how he's gonna get another job is is beyond. Yeah, you're right. Mike Leach is the head coach at Washington State. Our our browse is gonna get another job in a couple years. Another question, y'all think there's any uh, for Lamar's the the scouting report on him because it's similar to Cam's when it comes to just as far as can they translate, blah blah blah. Uh, Is it any racial component to it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like you just looking at him, you just kind of stereotype him, and you know before he even plays. Watson said that. Say it again. In college, Watson said that. He yeah. Oh, like, he had to. He I received, feel like yeah. people label me as a dual threat because I'm black. I'm like, no, they label you as a dual threat because you can run. <laughs> you can run very well, and he can I throw think, the ball. I think, I think people assume that everybody like people. There, yeah. At first, there was actually people who thought Jameis was a dual threat, and I was like, Jameis Winston's not a dual threat. No, I mean, no. he will run. I mean, he will run. But that's though. a goofy runner. Like he knows to just yeah. Maybe one quarterback. He just doesn't run. Like just everybody, one, yeah. one black quarterback every black run. quarterback yeah. had to be compared to either Michael Vick or Donovan McNabb. That, that's it. That's what happened. Not Leftwich. I gotta bring him up. Leftwich. Remember Leftwich? Well, yeah. That Le- wasn't Le- a runner. Le- that was a black guy who just he, stayed in the pocket. He was scrambled too. He was Really? And Marshall. And Marshall. And Marshall. Okay, that's what I see. Every black quarterback I can think of in my lifetime. Charlie Batch ran the ball. Charlie Batch was scrambling. He don't play enough. He was a lifetime. Jamarcus is one. A lifetime. Jamarcus. He used his arm. Yeah, Jamarcus. Yeah, he wasn't very good at that. He was too fat. He was. He was on that oh, lane. He, he was too fat. He was. He was. He, he had to put a salami in the end zone to get him there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dangle it. Uh, go ahead. Go get that. Go get Almost had it. Gumbo in there. He's probably the only quarterback I can remember that wasn't stereotyped. Like, they just, t- they raved about his arm yeah, strength. His arm oh, my God. Just, he could throw the ball 75 man, they, yards. They scouted him like a white guy. <laughs> that boy. Yeah, he could throw was, the ball 75 yards. On his knees. <laughs> yeah, he was, they were drooling over him. Like With his hands behind his back. 6'6". You know, Black John Elway, they called him. 
<laughs> we thought oh, Jamarcus was. I, I don't. Uh. But but back to the stereotyping of Lamar. I think Lamar Jackson is his stereotypes are even deeper than even Deshaun Watson's because of how he presents himself. Yeah, he's yeah. not the prototypical Kodak. You know, uh, face of a franchise, or face of a program because of the way he speaks. If you, I don't know if you guys have ever. No, I have. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has a little more. I don't even know how yeah, to. Don't get I, in trouble. Don't. I don't get even in know how. To, I mean, I'm he just being himself. That's all he is. He's being himself. Yeah, he has a different know. edge to him than maybe Deshaun Washington. James. De- Deshaun, but has, he's not disrespectful. Deshaun, he's not. He's not. Yeah, yeah. Deshaun's from the he, you know that Atlanta. He'll turn it on. He'll turn it on. Deshaun will turn on the media voice. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I don't think Lamar. Lamar's gonna learn. He's gonna learn how to do it. Yeah. I don't want him to. But Vic, I don't even know if Vic was like that when he came in. Did he talk a way that made people feel uncomfortable? I thought he just looked a way that made people feel uncomfortable. Vic definitely had an edge. Vic. Vic. Yeah. But he wasn't like. Yeah. Just the cornrows, the jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Like people look at Lamar. I think they judge Lamar. If I don't know what we're trying to say, you know, Lamar. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. That's what I got Rob Parker. Parker Pirate. What's it got? What? Yeah. Who? It's like got Rob Parker You're not going to get fired from the A-League, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... Say what you want. It's, it's the black thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and... He's urban. Yeah, urban. I hate... <laughs> and, and, David, that's made me cringe when people say this. It's like... <laughs> Lamar Jackson is, is Lamar Jackson yeah, on yeah. and off camera. Yes. Deshaun Watson got two personalities. Yeah. As we saw this but weekend the, when he was there. The my thing is, though, is if, if you talk to some of these offensive linemen or some of these defensive linemen, they sound exactly like Lamar Jackson does, but he's a quarterback, yeah, so yeah, he has yeah. to sound a certain way. You're right, right, right. Way. Exactly. So I think that's going to hurt him in the draft process. Uh, pro- I think owners don't want to. I think uh, owners are going to be scared of that because. they scared of Kaepernick. That's, exactly. They don't want. How was this? I don't know. It's just you got to look a certain way. You got to act a certain way. Be a, being a quarterback is like being a president now. So <laughs> that no, my thing is. You mean one of the previous forty-four presidents? Yeah, L- Lamar. I don't even. I'm okay with it because I understand. What, nah, that that tweet is crazy. If y'all we looking at a tweet from Deshaun Watson uh, talking about Paul Millsap. Yeah, uh, y'all looked that <laughs> up on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, why would he? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Deshaun yeah. Watson got Look that up, y'all. Look at that tweet. Desha- I think it probably is a second round pick. You know, Ooh, just, Lamar? Yeah, just okay. looking at the league now, just like with the amount of quarterbacks. Quarterback seems to be a strength right now. You know. Yeah, there are a lot of young guys that just came into the league. So Yeah, I just think uh, as far as like a team that. You think you know, if Johnny like, Menzel went number in the first round, you think Lamar should Menzel, say it's a different, Menzel, it's a different, it's, it's the only guy. Hold on, hold on. It's a different time. Okay. Menzel is the only guy. From those college guys that that has proven me wrong, Who? that that he wasn't gonna be good. Who he you failed? Uh, Manziel. Uh, then you're talking oh, about Manziel. Yeah, yeah, Manziel yeah, went yeah, first yeah. round, and he's saying he's gonna Lamar could go to second I mean, round. It's a different climate. It's a different yeah. But is there more quarterbacks in this draft than it was from Manziel? I need to look at. I mean, it's more quarterbacks that came out over the past three years. That yeah. And, you know, you gotta think about that. You know, it's just. Yeah, you look at 15, 16, 17 draft, you know, it's yeah. a lot of slot mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Like, mm-hmm. even with, you know, you look at, like, Kaepernick, with teams that where he could start at, you know, it's only a few teams actually need quarterbacks. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know that was that's why, like, some teams were talking about, like, bringing them in just to beat out a starter, you know, just yeah. like, yeah. You know, like uh, Baltimore. And then they're talking, like, being back up in Seattle. And, you know, it's just like, I mean, of course, like, Jacksonville, the Bills, the Jets. You know they're probably looking for. You know they're probably not gonna have the same quarterback next year. But then, if you look, but then they look at this year's draft class and you got four guys that could start. 
like day one. Yep. Like you got mm-hmm. uh, Josh Rosen, Allen, Darno, Jackson, and then even Baker Mayfield. Like yeah. some, that's gonna be I like Baker. Gonna get, uh, um, he's gonna get drafted late. First week though, everybody's been like criticizing the quarterback play in the NFL the first week. A lot of people saying it's really it was pretty awful. It was hard yeah. to watch. And so and with that being said, it's like why would not take a chance on Lamar? Like it's not for this. I mean, it seems like it's musical chairs with the quarterbacks these like past couple years, which is fine. Like yeah, you, you got to give it a shot. Me, I'm taking the first. Depending, I mean, I don't know who's the, the top ten is going to be, but whatever. I'm gonna give a shot on Lamar Jackson though. Like I, I would look, give look, him Lamar a Jackson shot because it's a, look, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a high risk, high mediocre high, team. I mean, like the, it's a high risk, but the, still, the Jets are probably the number one pick. I can't see him fitting <laughs> in there. You know, just like. He's going to be one of those quarterbacks that you got to have a coordinator who's going to be patient enough to tailor their system to him. In New he, York, I don't want to see him in New York. He's not a yeah. New York guy. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, I don't want to see him Josh in New York. Josh Rosen will be Smith. perfect in New York. They, they ruined Gene O. Smith. They ruined because Josh Rosen already plays in a big city. Yeah. Gino got That's his what I'm dome saying. rock he, he by that punch. He grew up in that market. So. Yeah, no, I, I just – with Lamar, and one thing about watching him, I feel like it's a – this is a weird comparison, but I feel it's like Russell Westbrook. I don't know why. I feel like it's like he's hella excited, but he does things sometimes that's like, wait, wait, don't do that. But it's like, damn, it's you forget no, that he even he's no, no, even Lamar, done anything. Lamar isn't like Westbrook. He he more he's mellow. Very, he's more mellow. He's more mellow. You said I mean, who's no the, no no not not like Carmelo Anthony. Like he's a more mellow. Oh, he's a more mellow. Yeah, he's Westbrook. not okay. he's not playing hair on fire, angry. He, he looks mad or something. Like, yeah, he, he, maybe but he just Lamar looked like, like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he don't have that. He, he, he a anger. laid back dude. He a laid back. I see him dude. talking trash to linemen. I see Lamar Jackson like talk like yeah, where the quarterback they, really they, talks they, trash to linemen like in their face, like helmet to helmet. Yeah, you know what they saying over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kodak gang. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, boy, we gonna lay on the ground tonight, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that. Is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they saying to Lamar. That's why he get mad. He said, "You what?" I see Lamar out there doing that. Lamar ain't scared. That's why I like a little. He got a little fire in him. That's what reminds me of Westbrook. But, but he's yeah. like a little Westbrook. Yeah, that's my thing. I just, I just question like anybody's being patient with him because he might be one of those quarterbacks that probably need to go somewhere like Green Bay or somewhere just to, yeah. just to learn. Just he's like a project. How to, just how to learn how to play quarterback. Yes. You know, because he, I just don't, I just don't see it. Just like you know, these teams, you know, they gotta compete right away and then they got to deal with a scrambler yeah. and just like I, I just really can't see maybe Jacksonville but I know Tom Coughlin likes that type of quarterback so yeah okay I mean I think will okay well first of all well real quick will he win the Heisman again this year no no okay that's not they, he's, nobody's he, repeated since he's they the said best, Archie he's the Griffin. best player but they, they, he's not they, gonna they, win they, they won't let that happen no exactly and you know what I mean by they <laughs> stay woke <laughs> go ahead go ahead speak your talk black man I really hope he, he wins tonight. That's probably, probably, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, so he won't win Heisman again. Clint, no matter what. not that no. good. And then I don't trust Baker Mayfield because how can you trust someone who's been like a Heisman candidate, quarterback of the year candidate the last two years and never wins it? They might feel sorry for him finally give it to him. Didn't Tebow lose one year and then they gave it to him the next? No, Tebow. But one he won, he won, he won his first year. And lost. That's the thing, yeah. So I think they're more they but people T-Bow who they feel. Tebow only win two years? No. No, he, oh, he, got, a, he got nominated. He won two championships. That's crazy. Which is crazy, though. Yeah. I would thought he won. They had a way, probably Darnold or somebody would probably get the, get the Heisman this year. But like, not Lamar. He can't. Somebody, I think it's somebody like uh, guys from LSU or Barkley from Penn State. Somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. Like He's going to run all over. Guys ain't winning it. Guys ain't winning it. Y'all pray for Georgia State. Um, time this episode comes out, the game would have been over. We would have lost by how much? Uh, probably just two touchdowns, three touchdowns. <laughs> just what? <laughs> four. Maybe five. I, I, no, I said not six, four. Not five. five not six. I'm sticking to three. Not seven. <laughs> All right, let's get on to our next one. Georgia State, they step up for the big games. Will. Okay, yeah, that's true. We do. Um, Okay, next subject here, uh, Jamel Hill. Can we talk about Jamel? Jamel Hill 
obviously this weekend, we, I mean, this whole week, entire week, his name has been all over every single station, network, about her comments she made on Twitter, about the president, POTUS, that, that guy up there that wears the really long ties. She made a comment that he was a white supremacist. Um, to a, I don't know, I guess she was responding to a Twitter egg, hopefully, I mean, whoever it was. And, you know, she was receiving a lot of backlash. ESPN had to come out and say that her views do not represent them. What was you? What was the initial, Rashad, I'm going to look at you. This sounds like, I'm like Oprah. What is your initial thoughts when, uh, with, uh, with, with Jamel? Like, what, was you, what were you first thinking when you saw Jamel's tweet and you said, did you cringe, like, ah, don't say that? Or did you just be like, hey, no, that's first, how she feels? The first thing I saw, it was like, I think it was ESPN's reaction to it or something like that. And then I was like, well, they have every right to, to you know, mm-hmm. feel that way just because it's in their policy. I mean, it says, hold on, their policy, I'm, I'm going to bring it up right now. It's going to take about five seconds. Here we go. The presentation should be thoughtful and respectful. We should offer balance and recognize opposing views as warranted. We should avoid a personal attacks and inflammatory rhetoric. Now, I have no idea what inflammatory rhetoric means. But as far as personal attacks, calling someone idiotic, um, the most arrogant, whatever president, and then calling him a white supremacist can be seen as a personal attack. Now, does she have facts to back that up? Yes. (laughs) There are plenty of facts to prove everything that she said about this man. But if you're going to criticize Sage Steele like I have in the past for kind of the controversial things that she said, and you're going to implement that politics policy in this year, then you have to enforce it on both sides, not just on issues that you disagree with. It does seem as though that ESPN is, you know, trying to, you know, they're trying to do this stuff where they're trying to play both sides of the fence. I mean, you know, first you have, you know, what happened with Jamel Hill. And if anybody noticed, you know, if anybody noticed Monday Night Football, a certain, um, a certain, how should I put it? A certain washed country singer <laughs> was once again doing the intros. And remember, this oh, same... Yeah. This same washed country, whomever the Sam Silly is, mm-hmm. was once um, w- once called President Obama Hitler. Once compared him to Hitler, and now he's uh, back doing the intros for Monday Night Football. So it sounds like to me like they're really trying to play this both sides of the fence deal. But it, you know, as far as you know, as far as Jamel Hill goes, you know, like I said, like Rashad just said, I mean, she has facts to back up what it was that she had said. You know, but I just feel like that if if ESPN, ESPN has, you know, bigger, I feel like ESPN has bigger fish to fry than, you know, just, you know, punishing people for what they say. Like, you know, Sage Steele is still there. So, you know, but, why so, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. She, she didn't get punished. She didn't get suspended or anything. Not fired. Who got punished was Linda Cohn because Linda Cohn said, I feel like ESPN needs to stay away from politics altogether. And then they suspended Linda Cohn. Oh. Mm. Yeah, Sage was Sage made a lot of like her talking down on Kaepernick brought a lot of attention to her, and that's when she got a lot of backlash. And then, but ESPN didn't say anything to that because she was trying to use her family. She used her family. She went personally saying, "I have family in the military," blah blah blah. So she used that to cover she said, up. Like, that way they could. Yeah, she yeah she did. But it's like so she used a lot of reasons to like cover up, so they couldn't really suspend her. Here's oh Jeremy, I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to ask you, oh. did you think y'all Jamel should have been suspended? No. Why not? Uh, they suspended. I know they kicked off um, 
I'm sorry, the, the baseball player, the pitcher. Kurt Schilling. Yeah, Kurt, yeah, Kurt Schilling, Schilling, for his comments he made that I think that were attacking. He made a he posted a lot. His Facebook, his Facebook was crazy. But he posted a lot that was like attacking, attacking Muslims and, and being very yeah, it was very violent, it was very disrespectful. And that was like a constant behavior. Like they gave him warnings. You know what I mean? Like Jamel, this to me is a warning. So that's fair to me. You gave if like they were fair enough to give him warnings, they gave her a warning, it's fine, let's move on. Like, but I don't think she should be suspended for that. Like if it's if you're gonna use your the, the past as far as like how I mean precedents as far as like how they should handle this, then they've pretty much acted the same way. They didn't want But they gave him they didn't want yeah, they didn't because I, and I'm surprised, I'm still surprised at that. But to me, what she used, like I was saying earlier, with the family dynamic of her using the military, the loving America, yeah, the all that. She thing. used that thing. Yeah, the, the airport, airport thing. thing. They couldn't because, yeah, yeah, yeah you I can, get it. You can't. You can't because it's all personal with her. Yeah. But it's like, I, for this one here was a direct, like, here's the way I look at it. She, there's like, there's just like this spectrum with the racial, whatever you use, whatever dialect you use. And she went to the most, to the end. And it's not okay. It's, that's fine because I agree with her. But it's like when you say supremacist, uh, white supremacist and all that, then people, all they hear is that. They don't even hear the rest of what she's saying. They don't even understand that she's actually speaking. Like, why? Why? She, the real question is, why should she feel this way? Why does she have to feel this way? Why does? That's the real question because obviously there's reasons for that. But people all, when people hear, like, you get a debate with somebody and they hear that you use that word, like, white supremacist, and that's all they ever hear. So now they're debating, oh, is Trump really that? Is that a, like, no. And they're attacking her because they're like, okay, wait, you're just a sports, you know, Sportscaster, blah blah blah. How do you even know? But for me, it's like you're getting away from what the subject is. Like it's she has reasons to believe why she why Trump is a white supremacist. Right. That the lesson here is as long as you work for somebody, as long as you're under mm-hmm. somebody, as as long as somebody owns you, ESPN owns Jamel Hill. For now. She's on contract. Mm-hmm. She has to follow their rules. She has to follow their policies. For us to have freedom, shout out to Jay. We got to own our own stuff. We got to work for ourselves. We don't need no boss. I saw her make a comment. No, no. To your point, I saw her go out on The Root. Y'all, you know, off The Root, yeah. the, yeah, the magazine, the online website that's very pro-black. And she made, she kind of responded to all the people who said stick to sports and all about. So she chose a different platform to use because obviously ESPN is not going to let her talk about it. She hasn't, she hasn't discussed it at all in The Six, right? She just tweeted about it. She made her, she said, hey, look, uh, my apologies for this for ESPN feeling that this represented them, whatever it was. But she had to use a different platform. I do agree. Eventually, I think we talked about it in the group. Eventually, she's probably her and Michael and some of the other ones are going to feel they need to go elsewhere. Bomani. To have that, to be able to really express their full thoughts. Bomani is another one to really be, you know, express their full thoughts. The only thing is, like, they might not get the same audience, but they have to bring the audience with them. It's going to be you, that's going to be their job to do. do you, some of these people fear losing audience. That's yeah. why they don't want to go Beck somewhere. Did that exactly. with Fox yeah. News, didn't do you, he? Do you think she kind of knew? That doing this would not only draw attention to her, but you know, I feel like does she not care about being the ESPN as much anymore? Because I know she had to consider. The, no, no, hey, the my job, is, my job may not if, be here no if, more. If you see Jamel Hill's Twitter, she tweets like this yeah. every day, <laughs> right? So, right. so it's like, so doing this every day for like three years, this is finally like kind of the thing that clicked popped, right off, yeah, and and went viral. And I think she earned, the, I think she she earned the clout to even say it too. Jamel's been know, grinding got, for a she minute. Got in trouble for the Hitler comment. Wait, when did she make that? It was like a few years back. Few years back. Oh, about it. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even didn't even catch that. Wow. Yeah, yeah but yeah. see, yeah, yeah. So she J- made Hiller comments. J- Jamel stayed like you she looking tweets up, like this like every day. You looking okay? So it was like you know it was it was very it was bound uh, to happen. You, you feel like what do you what do you, what do you guys say to people who tell us we should just stick to sports? I mean, because honestly, I'm, I'm saying, my, if you I'm black, J- if you black, J- you can't. Jamel, Jamel, you can't. Michael Smith, Bomani, anybody that want to speak their mind can speak their mind. 
But as long as you got somebody that owns you, you gotta do what the people that own you do. I mean, I so so so. I what, agree with that. So but I so, feel so like... I'm saying that that's not what black people need to be mad at. Black people need to be mad at that we don't have our own network. We yes. don't have yeah. black sports online. Need to be something. You know, Robert Latow isn't applauded enough in the community because he built his own thing. He has his own verification. He can go to any sporting event he wants to in the world because yeah. he built that up by himself, and he don't have to listen to no white man. He don't have to know him. Because it, but all these people on ESPN, they gotta filter themselves yeah. because they're under a contract. All these people on Four South South, they have to say certain uh, certain things to bring attention to the network because you're working for whoever signing the checks at Fox Sports. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because you know Jamel Hill is not the only one who speaks you know about political issues you know on their you know on their own Twitter or, or Instagram platforms. I mean, I've seen you know I've seen other ESPN personalities that if you know Rachel tweeted, Nichols, Ra- Rachel, Rachel Nichols, Nichols, Michelle Beadle are, oh, Michelle are two Beals, women definitely. who. Who will let you know how they feel? Exactly. And I don't. And I know people. They. I'm sure they get harassed too. But I don't know. I don't if think to I've heard extent. Michelle Beto say a thing about Black Lives Matter. I probably haven't. But she's she's made no no when active when Chris Paul and and Carmelo and LeBron did. I think Michelle was there. She spoke out about that because right. she was with her and Jalen and them spoke about. It. I remember that. Like I'll give her that. She's not gonna hold back. But she didn't get any backlash for. I'm not. All the conservative media went at her and and uh, and Jalen and all them saying like, oh, this is just ESPN doing their liberal or whatever. That was about it. She but it wasn't at, to this extreme. It wasn't to this extreme. She went at Stephen A. and got Stephen A. Smith fired from ESPN. And it's also interesting. That when he made the, he made like some it was misogynistic. Like something about woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's also interesting. You just mentioned Robert. Latom, Black Sports Online. He's been also going back and forth with Brick McHenry, trying to basically call out Brick McHenry as a fraud. Basically saying that, you know, Brick, Mc- Brick McHenry pretty much is just fronting so she can get a job. Like, she, he's pretty much saying that Brick, Mc- Brick McHenry is, quote unquote, more Black Sports Online than what she's putting out for on her social media. Wow. Wow. Brick, Brick McHenry is like sports version of Tommy Lauren. For the people that don't. God, I don't. She, that, she was fired who, by she, I'm sorry, she's in the same realm who? as Clay, dude, the Clay T guy, whatever. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the guy who went on there. Yeah. I don't. Yo, yo, did, did you I see feel what like he said she, on Fox? Yeah, um, I was uh, CNN? The, yeah. It, and speaking of that, too, like, just real quick, I wish these networks would stop bringing on people who, to feel like that, let's be fair, let's get both point of views, because both point of views don't need to be hashed, like, they, there's no there's no space for that. Like, a guy like that, come on, man, like, you, I, you can, like you're disrespecting you, you your audience by thinking that we should listen to that. A reasonable, non-radical guy. Yes. To, yeah. to represent that side. Because that makes Republicans look bad. That makes the right wing look bad. Yeah. You, you want to be so, fair to both. And then, and then when you bring uh, someone on the left wing that's Super, super radical. Mm-hmm. It makes the left side look bad and irrational. Both networks do that so well. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like all we, all black people think that Trump's the worst person ever, and blah yep. blah blah. And then, well, that that's the image they portray, and that that we have no education. Why do we want him impeached? But going back real quick with Jamal, I want to bring before I forget is obviously some I forgot who made the the comment that. Oh no, you're good. The <laughs> her being I forgot who it was who said it, and it made me think because it's like. I feel like it's been brewing with Jamel for a while. I'm sure a lot of her viewers have been... First of all, with, with sports, period, when there's women sportscasters, people get upset. And a lot of... And her main audience, as let's just be frank, is, is white males. So that's her main audience. So with her... With that being said, I think it's like just been something that's been just brewing for a long time for them to get pissed off with her. And now her being this vocal about it and being on a sports network where they want to say, stick to sports and we don't want to hear any of this, Regardless, even though we know what's going on with Fox with the fat guy who's making fun of Kaepernick, even though that's going on the opposite end, when it comes to this, 
that's that's you know that happens because black people have to go at that. Black people, we have to defend when Kaepernick and when Whitlock is doing our thing with Kaepernick, we have to go at that. But when she does this, then it feels like the opposite side is it's white, mainly white males have been coming at her and saying that okay, she needs she needs to lose her job. The White House secretary, whatever, says she needs to lose her job. When does that ever happen when a secretary of the White House says that somebody needs to lose their job like that? A private company like that's ridiculous. So for her, I feel like it's like it's it's all things meeting at one time. It's all the worst. You have a black woman talking about sports in a predominantly white male, um, um, I guess what, um, what am I? What, yeah, demographic. I'm sorry. Yeah. So like all those factors coming in, it's been that's why she's. I feel like every day she's been getting pummeled. That's why you had the hashtags with. Uh, I stand with Jamel because I think people in our like you know, black journalists and just black people in general know exactly what she's going to be up against. Other ESPNers are standing up with Jamel. You know, th oh. that's what's interesting about the Michael Eves. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, Michael Smith. They Michael tried Smith, to. Yeah. Right, Michael Smith won't even do the six without Jamel. Yes, and that's when I think and that's like this is a perfect example of exactly how you you fight how you resist when you. I mean, we're working for like you said, you're working for a company. At the end of the day, this is their company. This is ESPN. They're going to be, they'll move on without you. So while you're there, I think you at least make a stand like they did. I was proud of them for doing that, which was cool. Do you think, do you think, I think this is their, their I mean, they seem to be a package deal. This is their opportunity to do what Rashad said and start their own. Because I think that right now, if they decided today, I want to leave ESPN, they would pull a few of those people with them. Yeah. And then a later, a guy like Stephen A., a guy like Jason Whitlock, like those guys would eventually follow and then it would become something. Yeah. This is their opportunity to do that, but are they going to do that? I don't see. And the thing is, it, I brought up like the fact that the only way that they would have to create some, uh, well, whatever network they're creating, whatever, it would have to be a, a space where they really are competing head to head with ESPN and feel like they have the backing to do so. I, I wouldn't like, I don't know. I want to compete against ESPN. And it's a, it, it, see, that's the thing. Don't try. No, you're right. Don't yeah, try to compete them. Just yeah. do your own thing. Yeah. Create your own way of doing it. Your own style. That to me alone would bring people with you because ESPN model is failing. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, just, it's just not working anymore. That's why they're laying so, people off. Exactly. Like, yeah. I so, mean, but did BET try to did BET try to compete with ABC or? Uh, or uh, Fox or yeah. Lifetime, like it's kind of his own thing, right? I mean, why can't that happen for you know black journalists? Yeah, no, no, so, I agree. I, I would want to. I was saying, and then we were texting about. It, I was like, the best way to do it is if you're able to get, especially with any sport, if you're able to get more exclusive, get these interviews. Um, obviously, they're gonna have great writing, all that kind of stuff. You just have to put out really good content, and I think I think black people in general would, would support, would yeah. be supportive of that. Yeah, but just, you just, just have to look at the undefeated. Yeah. See, not, like I said, it, I wish it, the undefeated it, it, wasn't it, it, with ESPN. If you take the undefeated from under ESPN's yes. umbrella, and we had the thing. own thing. Yeah. yeah. Where black people truly had their own thing. Because yes. you see how dope the undefeated is. Y'all could just go to undefeated.com and read a couple of things. They all nice. All this, you can click on a random article. I guarantee you it's gonna be a, a great read. But I mean that that's just what we have to do. We have to take the power back, man. And we can't be working for some. We can't let somebody own us. And, and, that, I, and that doesn't that isn't limited to journalism. That's whatever field of work you're in. Mm -hmm. Whoever's listening to this right now, we don't need to be working for somebody else. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the beginning of your career, you kind of have to just to build that clout, to build that money, and get that knowledge of okay, this is how they run it. That's what so, I was saying about Jamil. Exactly, like they have the platform now to exactly. to make the move. She's been doing is this she long big, enough. Has to she know. got? And here's to that. Is she to the point now where she's bigger than ESPN? Has she? Has she built herself up where Jamel can go do you don't ESP, think so? Uh, ESPN is built around his personality. Like, to me, the ES, ESPN is like Shout out to Stuart Scott who did that. There, yeah. There is no ESPN without his personality. Yeah. When I think about yeah. ESPN, I think about the personalities that are on it. During the time when I didn't like ESPN, it was a time where there was no personality. Mm -hmm. It was just 
it was just the news. stereotypical, yeah. Yeah. Uh, prototypical cookie cutter, cookie cutter yeah. reporters that yeah. were on there. And Boring. I was like, I don't yeah. want to watch this no more. Yeah, yeah. And you got Stuart Scott coming there and add the spice. That's yeah. when I fell in love with sports center. So the personalities make ESPN. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think he's not bigger than ESPN. ESPN's a brand, and you know, you just plug, plug in, you know, you plug people in, and people still gonna watch it. It's just like, you know, it's. It's been around for so long. It's, it's gonna take a lot, you know. It's monopoly, you know. All the TV rights they own and and just tradition. It's it's gonna take a long time just to build up to even have anybody try to take them down. Like you literally would have to buy the NFL rights, NBA rights, and stuff, and just strip them clean. But you know, that's gonna take a, a lot of money and it's a huge backing to be able to do that. But I think you know, as far as as far as like. In my opinion, like her position with ESPN, she's probably outgrown it. I think she's bigger than sports. Like I think she should actually cross over, do stuff like what Michael Strahan does, and you know, rather than just keep doing sports, because you know, like her, Bomani, Mike Smith, they all they all very knowledgeable, and Stephen A. They all knowledgeable people outside of sports, and just like you know, you on ESPN keeps putting you in the box. Like people keep talking about you guys, like. You know, I don't want to be watching, come home from work, I want to pop a beer and watch sports, and I want to hear about, yeah. you know, a police cop shooting or Trump. You know, I want to relax. And yeah. it's just like, you know, they can't put themselves in that box. And that just shows that, you know, they grow. You know, like some people on, that sh- on ESPN, all they got is sports. But them, you know, they got more to it than that. I think, I think adding on to, no, adding on to that, um, I think here's another problem with them breaking free and going doing their own thing is that if – and we see it like News One. I watch News One when I like catch it when I can, whatever. But it's like it's one of those things where when you break free and you start, it's predominantly black company from black views. Then you still gotta have media or what or the masses feel like that it's it's you know it's one sided or it's only gonna be looking through one you know one spectrum. It's gonna be people just accusing the this and feeling sorry for black people. Like I already know exactly what's gonna happen when they if they choose to break free and do their own thing is they get that stigma, which is that. that well, go ahead. But one of the craziest parts of the Jamel Hill thing was because I knew people were going to, the second day ESPN denied the report that they tried to replace him, uh, fit, uh, let L. Duncan fill in for her. And then once Mike Smith said he wasn't going to do it, they asked L. Duncan and Michael Eves to do it, and they said no. Once ESPN denied that report, I looked to see who wrote the thing. The person who wrote it is white. And the editor that promoted it wow. that, that went viral is white. Both right. of them are white. Yeah. Lindsay they, Gibson, think progress. There there's no there's no agenda to make, you know, black pity or nothing yes. like that. These yeah. they they just reported what they heard from ESPN. Wow. And that surprised me the most. But yeah. Wow. No, no, no. That, I mean that, no, I mean, it's just like it, look at Bill Simmons, you know, he left ESPN. Yes. And, you know, he's not a black male and he had to do his own thing. Yeah. It's just the ringer. Mm-hmm. It's a it's definitely a machine. I think probably just gotta be like the music industry, like, you know, have to find different ways. Like, you know, it's definitely changed, you know, compared to like ten years ago when you had to have the major backing with these major labels and like a lot of people are independent, you know, SoundCloud, you know, YouTube and it's just like we're in the digital age. You know, you don't really need a high rating T V show to be relevant and be uh, and have an audience and maintain one. Do you guys think that a message a person's message or image you know, benefits more from being with ESPN or, you know, being outside of that ESPN, outside of ESPN, like, like Bill Simmons that had to kind of go do his own thing. Would Jamel Hill and Michael Smith, would they make more of an impact on their own or because they have that? that it's all about visibility to me. Like just how much, just having that backup 
that only helps you that helps your views put on a bigger platform. That's which is why it's hard to leave these certain networks. Glenn here. Beck. But if you Okay, yeah, but if Glenn, you leave Glenn Beck left Fox News, right? Mm-hmm. He built up his own thing, his own radio network called the Mercury Radio Arts Network. His net worth is now two hundred and fifty million. That's I mean, if you I'm, go- not, I'm not talking about individual. I'm talking about or do you think Michael Hill, Mike, Michael Smith, and Jamel Hill are kind of taking a step back and even hampering their own success saying what you're to, to to stay at ESPN and maybe get these messages out there because they won't go so, off yeah. and, and expand their brand? Well, what's her name? Um, Ebony Williams. Shout out to David. Uh, she she came out with a book this week, right? And she was on oh. Breakfast Club, and they said, "So why are you on uh, Fox News?" And she said, because I feel like it's important that, that we have a face and, and a voice everywhere, represented everywhere. So, like, like like you said with ESPN, like, do you think Michael Smith and them, I mean, that, that's, that could be what they're doing. But, I mean, you're going to get in trouble eventually. You're probably going to get fired if you keep going. And Would that be more powerful than, than getting fired because you're speaking your mind? Would that be more powerful than... Just leaving to say, I want to be able to say what I want to say. And building your own thing. I mean, just yeah. the way you know, the way PR yeah, works and stuff. You can she can shape stuff and it, they'll blow on you. Be that bad. You know, that's the that's their jobs. And just like you know, got rid of Stephen A. Got rid of Bomani once. But they and, had to bring yeah, him back, right? And you know, just uh, yeah. you know, the you know machine keeps going. You yeah. know, it's just like you know, and they can bring them back and they can get rid of them just easily. They, you know. You know, it's just uh, it's just an asset to their machine. I, I just think they reached that ceiling. Like, it's just there's there's only so far you can go within a, 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 that kind of corporate company like that to to voice your opinion. Yeah, they're gonna let you report on cool news, or cool stories concerning black black people and and the struggle and and whatever it is just surrounding black athletes. And Cam That's Newton fine. Davin. But eventually, how far can you go? What? And Cam Newton Davin. And Cam Newton Davin. Yeah, that's cool. See, yeah. that all pop culture thing they have, like, and I love what Jamel and Michael are trying to do with the show as far as, like, the premise, and they brought in so many different kind of guests, which I think is, but a lot of people are, like, watching. I see the comments, like, wait, why is he on? They brought on a dude from um, Lawrence from Insecure, and people are like, who the hell is this? Like, I'm like, but they're like, <laughs> I'm like, no, but, like, people like us are like, yo, that's cool. Like, we want to watch, the, I want to see what Lawrence thinks about so-and-so, about sports, blah, 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 but to their masses, which is, Predominantly black men, oh, white males, and they're not gonna care. But I remember Jamel saying something cool was like about she said, growing up, I watch ESPN and they'll be making references that I wouldn't even know what they're talking about. And I was like, she's like, that's my whole thing with me and Michael is we wanna be on some, we wanna be on a network, we wanna have a show where black people can also be like joke, like can understand exact, like you know, joke around, see the pop culture references and all kind of stuff, like and be able to relate. Like they need to have that platform. They can only do that so much on this show because all people do bring up with the six is ratings are low, ratings are low because I don't get it and it's not funny and it's da da da. So all those things being that's clouding exactly what they're trying to do, which I respect what they're trying to do. But at ESPN having that kind of show. It's like there's a ceiling, man. It's only so far you can take that kind of show. It's interesting that Rashad just mentioned um, Glenn Beck and the Blaze. Mm. That they just announced a huge bit of layoffs. So um, that's a, you know that's a case where you know someone tried to branch off from you know from a major entity and it didn't necessarily work out for him. Yeah, just he's still rich. I mean, <laughs> it, it just comes down to like what platform they choose. I mean, like you know with Bill Simmons, HBO that didn't work out. But, didn't work you, know, out. you look at stuff like what, not even one season. Yeah, like Facebook, you know, Twitter, Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, there's new platforms that people, you know, people aren't watching TV like they used to. You know? Nope. Looking at their cell phones, their tablets, and, you know, just got to figure a means to be able to, you know, get broadcast out there. But, you know, but just to go on, 
if you go on TV One and stuff, or like Less Network, of course your ratings are gonna be low. But you know, it just comes down to like your social reach and your influence. And I believe they have it. It's just the what if they want to do it, where would be the best platform for them to be go, able to yeah, do it? Yeah, YouTube, yeah. you can go Hulu, Netflix. Netflix, I was just about to say Netflix. Oh, uh, but I mean, but think about it. I watch Everyday Struggle every day on, on YouTube. Yeah. I was gonna I say mean, anything a lot, I can watch. Do. Yeah. So I mean I can't I can't really catch can't, the six yeah, until yeah, later exactly. on. I can't watch the six. Yeah, and I look I can't I'll catch it work. later. Yeah, exactly. Like I yeah. like I get off of work at like seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock sometimes, so I I don't get to watch the six. I wish anymore. they were still in the morning, honestly. I like them better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His and hers, yeah. Oh, I just missed the college schedule, period, because I could watch that junk. <laughs> now you have so much time on the hands. You can just wake up and be like, what am I going to do today? Not no more. All that being I said. I got to be at work. I got to be at work. didn't go to class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, here's why I always have somebody in the class that I got cool with. Say, look, bro, mark me present. You got me? I got you, bro. I go. Oh, yeah, always but that, yeah. Always got that plug. You always got to have the plug. Somebody need to look to that degree. <laughs> oh, man. Look, it's hey, still standing. It's still standing. They just write you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we gonna show up at his house, man. What's up with that? Um, no, nah, but my thing is kudos to Jamel to wrap it all up. Kudos to uh, Jamel. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm at least. I mean, she's not backing down. What she said. Her apology or her response was funny to me because it was so like. I'm not apologizing, but sorry, ESPN. <laughs> like that's pretty much what she said. I'm like, I don't care. So I like shout out to her um, and what she's trying to do. But yeah, anything, any last on on Jamel? Wish her the best, man. It's a tough battle. It is. I mean, I just it really is. hope they don't try to censor her and you know just got like an army against her. And yeah. It's just uh, it's gonna be a tough battle. I mean, like ESPN itself is already struggling, and then now just this and this TV slot stuff. I'm very curious to see like what. What's going to happen going forward? You know, real quick, I I feel like it's to me when I was growing up, like ESPN, I saw it as like the coolest thing. Like I wanted to work. I thought Stuart Scott was the coolest dude. I like this guy to be like the best company to work for. And I'm older now. I'm just like, <laughs> I, like everything has changed now. Like I'm just like, look, man. Who- yeah, I just <laughs> I want. <laughs> Don't do it. Hey, look, and <laughs> for sure, I give me a troll. Now with real ESPN, I'm like. It's just that it completely has changed, and I'm now I'm realizing exactly how like flawed they are, just as much as any other company that I, I used to grow up looking at. But yeah, it's just kind of it's changed now. I don't know how lo- how much longer people are going to want to stick to um, having them as their number one source of like just sports information. Like I I mean for now I guess they're still the top dog. I mean, Fox is trying to compete, but I don't know. Like I, there's other avenues now. Yeah, like just, there's other avenues now. Fox like Fox doesn't have the name recognition. Like, they, not, yeah. not, if yeah. you're trying to compete with ESPN, that's literally what their name is. Yeah. Worldwide right. leader in sports. Yeah, it's just um, <laughs> like, it's just not. It's not. I just very curious to see like the next couple of years. You know, the TV rights are gonna be up, and you know, Amazon, Twitter, Facebook are trying to get into sports, and they got a big wallet. You know, that'd Apple, be cool. Apple or you know, Apple gets in this too. You know, it's. ESPN's gonna get some serious trouble. Yeah, yeah. They already overpaid this past time for these rights. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think a, that's why they let so few. I don't think so a network that's trying to do the same thing ESPN is trying to do is gonna overtake them. It's gonna take someone to come in and do something completely different and do it in a way that that no one has started doing it yeah. before it to even make a deal. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you're not gonna different be, model. you're not gonna beat ESPN. At being ESPN, no, e- ESPN so is McDonald's. You. Yeah, exactly. Walmart. Yeah. Like you got Wendy's, you got Sonic, but they're mm-hmm. all making burgers. Mm-hmm. Who That's did it point, fast, man. first, best? Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, just <laughs> going towards the might not taste good, but you know, streaming is everywhere. Yeah, probably streaming is the best option. It's like you know, 
guy said miss sports center six you know should be able to pull that up you know like miss sports center six for the day you never see it again yeah i gotta go back and like sift through youtube and try and find clips and all yeah, these other things it's just tough man yeah it's not as easy because yeah, like if you yeah. was able to like pull it up and you had to be like oh i missed the episode i can watch it then you know that's definitely can be something like oh so and so's on the show you know just like you know oh i got home at seven i don't feel like watching the sports center six on stream i could watch you know first take you know, yeah, yeah, have the choices. Yeah, yeah. First take. I can't even do first take anymore. Shout out. I, yeah, I mean, I, Steven. I, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, just, yeah, it's, just, yeah it's just yelling. Yeah, uh, yelling and yeah. you're wrong and you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. Here's why I'm First wrong. take is a bootleg PTI. That's, That's essentially crazy. what first take is. It's a bootleg PTI. Oh, well, King, I thought you were about to go in. Well, I thought the way you uh, usually oh. came in. You came in strong. Damn it. I wish ESPN had undisputed. I just like, I do like Shannon a lot. When I can catch clips of Shannon, I'm like, yeah. Um, No, okay, let's get to our next one, next subject real quick. Are we going to do Odell? Odell Beckham? All right, or Bays. Let's do Bays. Let's do Baysmore. All right. Baysmore! So I was fortunate enough to interview Baysmore, Kent Baysmore, last week before my power went out. And uh, 30, (laughs) shout out to Georgia Power. Y'all so sorry. But... Yeah, so interview Ken Bazemore, really cool. 30 minutes on. It's on our SoundCloud page, iTunes page, A-League. Uh, y'all check that out. But um, it was probably the most interesting I have, I've had this summer interviewing Dwayne Deadman, Tyler Dorsey from the Hawks. I think those are my other two Hawks guys. But Kent was a lot more open. Wait, Rick can and hear, Rick hear that. Second, we can hear that. I just oh oh you can put uh, on our SoundCloud, on iTunes, uh, A-League. Dorsey on there too. Yes, yeah. Dorsey on there. Yeah, yeah, Dorsey. Point Cook. Quinn Cook, I'm, that's it, I'm sorry. Yeah, Quinn Cook, um, Dorsey, Deadman, and then I had Kay Felder from the Cavs. But, yeah, Bays was our last one here, and he was a lot more open. He talked about his struggles this season. Yo, his, his and thing, what did his you thing think? with Dwight, yo. That's what I was about to say. That was my favorite part of the That was crazy. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, so I didn't. I don't know if I didn't read the messages before I listened to it, but I didn't see Eric's messages in the group. I just saw David say uh, your interview with Bays. I was like, okay, let me look because, you know, you know, we I've had my opinions about Baysmore and how he's played on the court. <laughs> we all have. Uh, it's kind of like Jeremy and Millsap. Yeah. And, and kind of like no, Millsap can play. Oh. <laughs> and I, I've I've had my opinions about Bays. Okay. Okay. So okay. so you know. So, so I, I thought it would be very interesting to see what this man, because I done said some things about Bays on the show, and seeing uh, Eric make the face, it's like, damn, I'm trying to get him on the show. <laughs> man, I can't believe we're sitting here talking about Bays. It, so, That's a play. That's so, a yeah. Why are we talking but, about Bays? We in Atlanta, it, Jeremy. It, it, his, thing no, about Dwight, his thing about Dwight was, um, yes. you know, he, he said, I feel like he can take over and he can dominate when he wants to, and he lets all the outside stuff get to him. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that was very interesting to hear him not say people uh, get it wrong with Dwight. Yeah, and I asked it's him a that. wrong perception. And he pretty much kind of agreed with what the public says about him. So. Yeah, he kind of wasn't like, he's like, wow. it was cool to play with him for a year. The whole tone was like interesting. And then, like, to your, what he said, it was just like, I feel like Dwight just allows so much to, to bother me. And I think that's been one thing about Dwight. People say he's like thin skinned. I don't know. I'm not going to put words in Bay's mouth, but that's like he's kind of along the lines of that. Like it, Dwight can't take criticism. He can't just understand that he's the most dominant dude 
and just go out there and focus on that alone. It's like there's always seems like there's something else with Dwight going on. And when Bay said that, I was like, damn. I was like, well, that's kind of like he's not dissing him, but he's like he's dissing pointing. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's not right. dissing him. When but he's being honest. Like I played with this dude for years. I seen it up close. It's, it's one thing when we say him. it, but it's another thing when your teammate says it. Yes, that's why like, this is like, pretty I, big. I, yeah. I haven't really heard a teammate come out except Kobe. But Kobe's a person <laughs> reader anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Nobody else was in the Hawks said anything. That was the yeah. first one that I got. You know, I haven't. Everybody else that I've talked to weren't. They didn't play with with uh, with Dwight. But PC. most people are gonna say, yeah, PC. Yeah, Tim Hardaway and other people who and Dennis. Even though Dennis and him had the whole thing this season, Dennis was always like, oh, Dwight's a great player. Like, Dwight's a great player. So it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dennis. Oh, so that means, oh, so that means, like so that means, that's crazy. <laughs> so the, so all those he, he big brother. I love brother. <laughs> I thought uh, we here how many games a year? I just it gets stuck in your head. Hey, great player. <laughs> Y'all gotta be start anyway. Oh, so the Bay's interview was cool. He talked about, you know, talked about music, other things. Um, his wife has been. He just got married this summer. He had Steph Curry at the wedding. He had Paul Millsap at the wedding. I don't know if Paul was dancing. Asked him that, but Paul just like a guy who just want to be dancing, like he'd be chilling. But um, who else did he have? Um, yeah, yeah. So he, he talked about oh Andre Iguodala, all those things. So it was a cool interview, man. People check it out. Y'all did check you ask it out. Him about the layups. I did not ask him about layups. I asked him about his game. What is he working on? And Making he, layups. <laughs> he said he wasn't listening. He said he was not healthy, fully healthy last season. We had to give him that. Is he starting? So, He's Eric, gonna start. Eric, I think basically. I, I was on crutches that can make layups here. Are you oh, sure? Man. I was on crutches. I literally walked in the gym with a basketball on my crutches <laughs> while the football team was practicing. Why are you so disrespectful? Because he's not good. <laughs> Why are you so disrespectful? He makes a lot of money. He doesn't make a lot of 70 million. 70 million dollars. He hears I can that. do that. Highest paid he said here and look, and see, look, and to, he answered your question <laughs> about him getting paid. He said that opportunity meant hard work. That's what his response Baze, was. You heard it in Baze, if you He said his opportunity meant hard work. That's why he deserved that contract. I appreciate you loving Atlanta and giving. He does. But you have to make layups. <laughs> you have to make layups. And if play, you're going to shoot threes, at least make them, too. Make like some you, of them. Play like you did against Georgia State. That, what? That me? No, he played, against, he played against Georgia State. Oh, he did. He did. Make your layups, dog. Leave Bays alone. Just leave Bays Just make your layups. I'll leave you alone. We're going to get Bays this season right here. This is a big season for him. He feels like he's one of the leaders of the team. He is the leader of the team. What team? Make your layups. Oh, yeah! Listen, listen. All right. Y'all, y'all, y'all had enough. Keen to close it out. Look, at episode 49. Great interview, Eric. No, no. Shout out to you, man. That was a big interview. Great interview. I appreciate it. I'm just half joking about Baysmore. Baysmore. Are you? Baysmore's a good dude, man. Okay. I just wanted to make it layup. Yeah. I just wanted to do his job. Hey, Jerry, shout out to Jerry. I just wanted to do his job. He's an honest. He's an honest dude. Go ahead. Something else when you get the contract and you got expectations. It's just like, I hope he knew what he was getting into. Yeah. I wouldn't have signed it. You know, just you know, just looking at guys like you know, like the Spurs that they keep in mind, like you know, thinking about everybody else and stuff. So I was like, you know, they have. To you think he should take a little less and said, "Hey, let me let you know, let's," because he he signed in in Dwight's side. What was going oh, on? Oh, look who's through the glass. Hey, what happened, bro? <laughs> LJ in the building, y'all. Sorry, <laughs> LJ with his pink shirt. I see you, man. Shout out to LJ, man. Shout out to LJ, man. Love can. What is it? He got all the love answers for y'all. Y'all need to check out LJ. Relationship matters. Relationship matters, LJ, man. <laughs> check that man out. Anyway, let's wrap it up real quick. Episode 49 is in the books. Uh, your boy NBA, like I said, go check out all the interviews. Got like five of them on the A League SoundCloud and iTunes page. 
Go. Rashad Milligan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at your mama's house. Oh, look <laughs> out. Don't disrespectful. Keem. Oh, no, Keem got to go. Yeah, 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 Keem. David, go ahead. Okay. Rashad. <laughs> uh, this is David Norwood. And, uh, Twitter is at, at DNorwood90. Um, DM him. You know, um, hopefully, hopefully this Georgia Sanford game isn't too bad. Oh God, they're playing Agnes Scott, so they'll be they'll win. They'll win. Uh, they, they just pathetic schedule. Go ahead. Hey, a win is a win. Uh, <laughs> Mark underscore Kent underscore seventy five. This Jeremy Johnson. Uh, tweet me. I get my Superman on. Kim, you you gotta forgive me. He's just a he's just an ATL sports fan with a New York attitude. Oh, Team Balaam. Twitter, Graham <laughs> Beyond the W. Check it. Out. We out here. Peace. Hey, league. Dipset. What's really good with you, man? You're not gonna let me in the club. He can't even drink my liquor. Now it's downtown clubbing, ladies' night. Seen shorty, she was crazy, right? And I approached baby.